Welcome and welcome, welcome and what the what the what 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 that was not a perfect intro, guys. Uh, which is the title of today's podcast episode, uh, or what we're going to be talking about is talking about perfectionism. Perfectionism, as we know that that is one of the, the traits qualities. Um, that can lead to uh, suicidality. And I want to talk about it. So many people become unraveled um, when things don't go exactly how it was planned, exactly how we wanted it. Um, and, I, and I'm one of those. I'm, I'm exact like I'm like that in auditions. I'm like that in relationships. I'm like that uh, with my body, with uh, social situations, especially you go out and you, you say the quote unquote wrong thing and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to be fired. They'll never they'll never talk to me again. My life is over. Um, a lot of kids, especially kids, middle school kids, high school kids have that all or nothing. Everything has to be perfect type of mentality. So on today's uh, Before You Kill Yourself with Leo Flowers. How are you guys doing? I just want to check in. I want to check in with you all. How are you guys doing? Um, if if you if you really feel like you're in a crazy situation and you need someone to talk to, remember, pick up the phone. Pick or find your cell phone. It's not like back in the day where you had to pick up your phone, right? Um it's probably already in your hand because they're they're so attached to us. In the future, we won't have to pick up a phone at all because there'll be like Google Glasses or whatever. But pick up the phone, pick up somebody's phone, go to a pay phone if you if you're in that type of situation, and just dial one eight hundred two seven three talk one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Uh, or 1-800-SUICIDE, 1-800-784-2433. Do not be afraid to make that call. Like I said in previous episodes, I've called the number twice, two times, numero dos, and I got to tell you, I immediately felt better afterwards, and even during, not even, you know, it's not like it took minutes, because remember, when you're feeling suicidal, like, it's it's such a small window, such a small window, and uh, it it usually lasts for five minutes, twenty four hours max. In in extreme situations, where you feel like that for twenty four hours, but usually, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, the urge the the feeling is about five minutes, and so pick up the phone, text. Uh, called the LBG LGBTQ uh, youth hotline. There's a youth hotline one eight six six four eight eight seven three eight six. Or if you're going through domestic violence, you can call that one eight hundred seven nine nine safe. Just know that there is a phone number for whatever you are going through, um, and to get the help that you want. And speaking of perfection, because that's what today's episode is, know that no time is the perfect time 
for you to get help right now, right? Don't wait. Don't think. And I, I bring this up because <clears throat> I had a I had a friend, very close friend of mine, who I'm trying. I'm encouraging to go to a 30 day uh, rehab, and one of the reasons why uh, my friend will not do it is because he goes. Right now is not the right time. It's not the perfect time because I got all this other stuff going on. And in my head, I'm like, it's never going to be the perfect time because there's always something going on. Whether it's something going on in your relationship, your work life, personally, health-wise, financially, that's part of being alive, that there's something that's always going on. So there's never going to be this sweet spot where even if you want to go on vacation, think about this. Even when you want to go on vacation, take time off, there's still never really the perfect time to do that. But we make time because we think about the bigger picture. Don't think about today and right now in terms of now is not a good time. Think about if I if I take care of this, if I take care of myself, if I go to a 30-day rehab, if I... Or, or even just three days, that it, it, it buys you time. That's what we're trying to do is buy you more time and equip you with the, school, with the skills and strategies and things needed uh, so that you can thrive and be successful and continue to build on your mo- mo- momentum, right, versus stopping and starting, stopping and starting. I even actually had to um, call the cops on my friend, which was not an easy thing to do. Um, As I was talking to him, trying to talk him down, he had a bunch of drugs and uh, alcohol in his system. And then I, as I was talking to him, found out that he indeed had a plan and indeed wrote up uh, not just a, a note but he wrote up a will and uh and at that point I I decided that I should and I was there with him and uh called the cops and the cops came and did an assessment they did not take him in um and I have to tell you um because I I know that some of the listeners out there aren't all people who um have considered taking their life but um, I a part of me felt like a traitor. I felt like a Judas calling the cops on my friend. But at the same time, I was also doing what I was asking him to do, which was think about the bigger picture. And I knew I would have been devastated had I woken up the next day to find out that uh, he was no longer with us. So. Uh, that was not an easy phone call to make. Uh, I still, um, I've never done that before, and uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't an easy situation. But uh, good news is is that uh, we've still been talking since then. That was a few days ago, and he's in a much better place, and he's gotten some of the drugs out of his system, and um, and is is moving forward for now. But I still believe, and for you listeners out there, there's just not a right time to go to rehab. 
There's not a right time for you to really take the steps to take care of yourself. You have to do it now. There will not be a perfect time. Okay? So do it now. Go to rehab. Go to AA. Go to the meetings. Make the phone call. Make those tough decisions now. You have to think about the bigger picture and and the importance of accumulating skills and tools so that you can handle those moments when, um, you know, the, the, the flames get a little too close to you, uh, if you know what I mean. So today, like I said, we're talking about perfectionism. Oh, I always, I always like to start off, too, with things that I'm grateful for. Always, we have to always have to remind ourselves of what we are grateful for. I was asking my clients that today too, my because uh, you know I also personal train. I got like a million hustles, people, and uh, and not to say that this is a hustle, but it, it is. It's all like it all requires effort and time, and um, uh, but you know all things that I'm very very much passionate about and and care about and uh, feel connected to. The uh, so my client was telling me that she was grateful for being hum, uh, being humble, which now that I think about it, I, I think if you're grateful for being humble, I don't know how humble that is, facetiously speaking, and uh, 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 her just life and being able to travel and her family, and for me, I'm grateful for. Waking up with a sense of purpose. So important. I was so excited about today. I had clients to train. I had my guitar lesson. I'm doing a podcast. I'm going to watch the Super Bowl game. I love football. I'm a huge, you know, from Chicago, big Bears fan. And um, and then I'm also uh, grateful that I get to travel like like I wrote it on my vision board to be able to work and travel and and this year is really shaping up to be a great year of travel where I go to uh, Scotland and uh, Miami I haven't been to Miami yet I'm getting a chance to go to Miami to do some work on a cruise ship which is random and um, and then I'm also grateful for I'm grateful for feeling like I have people I can talk to and share my experiences with, uh, no matter what they are, and and people who will accept it. I'm super grateful for that because I, I recognize not everybody has people. I mean, if you have one person in your life, you're lucky. But to have, uh, t- for me to feel like I have a number of people that I can call and uh, who will listen, and, and you know, I can't call everybody for everything, but I, I know that with all the people that I have in my life, I have enough people in my life where I can get all the different things covered. So super grateful for that. Super grateful for money in the bank. Super important to uh, feel a little financially free. A little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, barring any injuries or anything like that. And, and then obviously grateful for my health. That without your health, oh, I tell you what, man, you ever get like a little stomach ache or a headache, any type of any type of body ache at that. Nothing else matters when you are sick. or You don't feel well. 
when you have the flu, when you got stuff coming out your orifices, nothing else matters. So with that said, we are going to talk about how to deal with perfectionism because we, as we all know, when things don't go accordingly, we just, it could just we create this domino effect. And that's what happened with my friend is that uh, he went on audition that didn't go perfect. And then he had a situation where um, the uh, something else happened that didn't go perfect and his relationship isn't. And it was just this domino effect of things just not going according to plan. And it just unraveled him. And uh, so we're going to talk about how to handle trying to make everything perfect. Uh, and there's a quote. There's a great quote by Harriet Breaker that says, striving for excellence motivates you. Striving for perfection is demoralizing. I'm going to let that sit in the air for a second. And I'm going to say it again because I need it for myself, actually. Um, striving for excellence motivates you. Striving for perfection is demoralizing. I love that. Oh, excellent. I love excellence. Like to, to have something be excellent. When was the last time you used that word? Excellent. I had a client once and we were training and I was uh, training him. And at the end, he says to me, he goes, he goes, coach, I am confident that with this training program, I will see excellent results. And I was like, whoo, that's, that's dope. Like that was just an impressive uh, way of putting it and uh, or an excellent way of putting it. So I love it. It's striving for excellence motivates you. Striving for perfection is demoralizing. So if you feel demoralized, it's because you, you're trying to be perfect. You're trying to get it all right. No, 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 nothing's perfect. When you look at, there are so many people who I follow on YouTube and uh, Instagram, and you see these people with all these followers. When And you go, wow, they make really incredible videos. But if you go back and you look at their very first video and their very first posting, most of it was trash, unless you're Will Smith, who, you know, his his YouTube game from day one has been insane and ridiculous and dope. But it's not like it's his first video, right? I mean, a dude's made millions of movies. He has a team behind him. That's completely different. But I'm just talking about somebody who's starting from square one with no team, no nothing, just out there in the, in the jungle, uh, you know, surviving by their own wits, right? That person's first video is usually going to be trash. When you look at the first anything, the first airplane crash, the first uh iphone the first if you know nothing's perfect ever and especially the first iteration so it, you know and 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 so so many people are like procrastinating you know it's like and every like summertime's coming up everybody's waiting to get that perfect that perfect beach body you, you're never gonna have you there's no reason why today you can't just be out there on the beach i mean you know, minus the weather in so a lot of places, it's crazy right now. But don't be, don't be trying to, don't wait till you have the perfect beach. Your body is perfect. Is is 
is excellent right now. You're you're excellent, and as long as as long as you're excellent, you can you can show up, right? Um, so let's talk about the origins of perfectionism. Why 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 do we have this tendency, right? Um, perfectionistic tendencies are almost always a consequence of a dysfunctional childhood environment. And the individual is overly controlled and likely abused in other ways in this environment, right? Um, and and so we we all know like uh, there was either emotional abuse or physical abuse, right? Their caregivers were usually like uh, had narcissistic traits uh, where they were unable or just wouldn't see the child as uh, a separate, self-interested human being. Right. And, and, you, and so if you had a parent who who saw you as like an extension of themselves uh, or someone who was only there to meet their needs, then what happens is is you never really had an opportunity to feel and to think and develop a strong sense of self. Right. Uh, because for you, like being being authentic, being yourself uh, being genuine, that was prohibited. That was punishable. So you, you, you never really quite developed your voice because your, your parents were imposing, uh, so much of their will, uh, onto who you are and, and not validating and accepting you as the individual that you are. Right. Um, so, being perfectionistic is uh, it becomes a technique of survival, right? Where like as an individual, uh, you adapted uh, uh, to the the dangerous and controlling and unhealthy environment that that you were raised in. Um, like for example, like if a child is expected to get straight A's at school and is punished every time when they come home with a lower grade, the child learns over time that their parents' love is conditional. So they're learning conditional love. Like, I will love you if you do this. I will, you'll get ice cream if you do that. Like every, like a lot of, a lot of childhoods are like that, where where you're rewarded based on your grades, based on your effort, et cetera, et cetera, as opposed to, Hey, you did your best. You 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 did everything you could, and we're gonna reward the effort versus the outcome, right? Um, which you know is just not a great way. And all that, all that leads to chronic feelings of anxiety, unworthiness, hurt, isolation, sadness, anger, invalidation, and so many other uh, complicated emotions. So. We're also so obviously we're going to talk about how do we overcome that, right? How do we overcome this these feelings of uh, a perfectionism? And some of you may like you're like, well, well, I don't think I'm perfectionistic. Like, what is that? So here's how you you can recognize if you are indeed uh, a perfectionist, which you know uh, I don't want to brag, but I'm a bit of a perfectionist myself. Anyway. Um, number one, do you, or I should say, yeah, 
do I have trouble meeting my own standards? For me, that answer is a yes. I my standards are always I'm always moving it forward. It never if I go, I just want to get five. If I get five, I go, ah, I want seven. Like I'm just constantly uh, changing the standards. Uh, number two, do I often feel frustrated, depressed, anxious, or angry while trying to meet my standards? Absolutely. Absolutely. Completely frustrated. It's, it's never, I'm always like, it's never quite right. I could do it again. We got to figure this out. Um, I'm up late night thinking about it, obsessing over it, uh, even to the point where like I'm calling friends and it's, it's not a good thing. Um, the, 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 the level of anxiety and, uh, or even at like, you know, like after I do a show, I'm constantly thinking about the set and the jokes and the ideas and, um, what I could have done better and where I made the mistakes and just basically how it wasn't perfect or how it wasn't instead of just thinking about, Oh, that was excellent. I did, I did my best and then letting it go. Right. Uh, number three, have I been told that my standards are too high? Uh, yeah, I've been told that a million times because I'm always like, Oh yeah, I want to write a New York times bestseller. And people are like, okay, your first book is going to be a New York Times? I'm like, yeah, right? Like, you should shoot for the moon. And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, Leo. Yeah, uh, New York. If, if, you, if it becomes a New York Times bestseller, great, excellent, amazing, fantastic. But uh, let's, let's just get it done first. <laughs> right? Let's just get the book done and then take it from there. Uh, number four on recognizing if you are a perfectionist or, or perfectionist, do my standards get in the way? For example, do they make it difficult for me to meet deadlines, finish a task, trust others, or do anything spontaneously? Oh man, let me tell you something. I've been working on being spontaneous, uh, recently cause I, I realized I, I like I need everything planned out. Everything has to be here, here, and here. At, at the I's and the T's, and uh, according to schedule, and uh, and trusting others is something that I'm constantly uh, working on because I realize that I I have a lot of uh, trust issues with other people, with myself, with the work, uh, everything. So. Um, I have to catch myself and then let it go and say that uh, and remind myself that I don't know. I don't know everything. And even a little bit that I, I do know, that's probably changing and uh, is only based off of the other stuff that I know, which may or may not be true or solid or whatever. So it's, um, you know, it's it's I just have to let go, I have to surrender and 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 do my best and then hope for the best, right? Hope for excellence. So here's some examples of perfectionistic thinking because sometimes, you know, we don't recognize it. Uh, and here are four examples. Uh, one is black and white thinking, whereas anything less than perfection is a failure or if I need help from others, then I am weak. 
we all need help, people, and it doesn't mean that you're weak. We all need help. Uh, the other type of perfectionistic thinking is catastrophic thinking. If I make a mistake in front of my coworkers, I won't be able to survive the humiliation. Or I can't handle having someone being upset with me. And this is this is you know the the second part is you know definitely how I feel like I can't I can't handle someone being upset with me um you know I'm always the people pleasing I, and and the people pleasing comes more from you know wanting everything to be perfect and it just can't be and uh and I just have to take take the bullet so to speak and and be willing to and be uh willing to risk um people not being disappointed or not happy or upset um and that just comes from like having an internal set of standards which we shall talk about. Uh, the third type of perfectionistic thinking is probability overestimation. And that means, uh, although I spent all night preparing for a presentation, I know I won't do well. Or my boss will think I am lazy if I take a couple of six days, sick days. It, I, and I, I get this all the time. I like, I'm just now starting to take uh, vacations, and so many of us, like, don't want to take a day off. It's like it's the weekend, you feel like you should be working, or, uh, you know, it's, it's after hours, and you feel like, oh, I should show up early and stay late and, and do all the extras, but you have to take care of yourself, and uh, and if and if you do get sick, the the you're not, you're of no good to anyone else. No good. Don't be coming into the office with the flu. I man, I have clients who always are trying to they're sick, they're coughing, hacking. Uh even my friends, uh you know, when I'm uh doing comedy shows and they're hanging out in the green room, which is a very small space. And I'm like, "Yo, stay at home. And don't nobody be need to be around." all your uh your germs right there you keep that to yourself or or you come in here with a mask on you cover that up you got no time to be breathing in your shenanigans so if you're sick stay at home there's nothing wrong with that recovery is a part of of life of living of moving forward and we all need to take time off that's why they have four seasons winter spring summer fall right um so slow it down people rest up spring is coming like they say the winter is coming spring is coming also summer is coming and then we can get it in but for right now slow it down plan prepare you you don't always have to be out there breaking a sweat the fourth way of perfectionistic thinking is using should statements i should never make mistakes I should never come across as nervous or anxious. I should always be able to predict problems before they occur. Nah, I make a mistake. There's nothing wrong with saying whoopsie or oops or I screwed up, my bad, whatever. Um, that's a part of life. It's a, just about, it's not about not making mistakes. It's about just owning up to it, taking responsibility for it, and then everybody can move on. What people hate is when people start blaming and complaining and, and pointing fingers at other people you just say hey that was my responsibility here's what i'll do next time that's all people want 
is you take responsibility and then you tell us how you're going to fix it uh, for next time. Right. All right. So here are some examples of perfectionistic behavior. Right. Sometimes we do things that we don't realize is it's a result of us just trying to make everything perfect instead of excellent. Right. Uh, so one is chronic procrastination, difficulty uh, completing tasks. So if you're procrastinating, just get in there, get, you know, get messy. The first draft, second draft, third draft. That's why they call them drafts, people, because you can it, nobody expects you to get it right the first time. But just cobble something together and, and it's going to look ugly. It's going to be messy. Uh, even your first kid, just go ahead and have a kid. Just put one out there, you know, see how it works. And then you could you could get the second and third one uh, even better. But this this in, in relationships is, you know, just start a relationship, start a business. It baby steps, though, don't don't go, you know, 100 percent in, but take your baby steps, break it down to bite small uh, bite sized pieces. Right. But there's something the point is. There's something you can do today to get started. Um, I'm taking guitar lessons right now, and I and like the thing that keeps me on track is the fact that I I schedule it, I schedule it, and then I I go to practice. I have a teacher who teaches it, and I hate going, but I love after I've left. So stop procrastinating. Um, that really had nothing to do with procrastination. Now that I think about it, but anyway, break it down. Get up in there. Uh, number two, overly cautious and thorough in task. So, yeah, you're doing it, but you, you speed it up. Why are you spending 10 hours on something that should take you 20 minutes? Move it through, people. Like Facebook said, move fast and break things, right? And now probably Facebook's not a great example because they're, they're in so much trouble right now. Um, number three, uh, perfectionistic behavior, excessive checking checking and rechecking just get get the first iteration done don't be worried about the uh, the the spelling and and the ingredients just throw some stuff in the oven see what happens just get in the kitchen start making stuff just just break out you know the arts and crafts and just see and just see what happens just just go to a bar meet people just start talking to people you know all this procrastination trying to wait for the perfect time and moment, just get out there, get up and get started. Uh, number four, constantly trying to improve things by redoing them. And that just goes, yeah, it's the same thing. Um, making elaborate to-do lists. Oh, man, you, I know you're all out there with those long lists, those CVS <laughs> those CVS length uh, list of things to do. Your list should have one to three things on there, not a thousand overwhelming things that you know you can't get done. You know one to three things. Narrow it down. Get get Marie Kondo from uh from Netflix to to tidy up your to-do list right get that out of there top one to three things top per day and then be done pat yourself on the back crack open a, a kombucha kick your feet up on a chair and 
chill. Uh, avoid trying new things and risk avoiding trying new things and risking uh, making mistakes. Yeah, get, tr- get some, do some novelty, some new stuff. Man, make some mistakes. Make a mess, man. Remember when you were a kid and you made a mess in the kitchen, how much fun that was? Have some fun, people. Have some fun making a mess. All right. So we've covered the the thinking. We've covered the feelings. So now we're going to talk about uh, how do we overcome uh, being a, a profession perfectionist, uh, being perfectionistic, all right? Uh, Number one, remove yourself from competition. If you're in a group or class and it gets really competitive, that's that's not the space for you. You need to be in a space and in a group that is supportive of you, which is what makes like AA meetings and all those different group meetings uh, so great is that people are supportive and not competitive. And if there are people in your life who are competitive and, uh, you know, trying to one up you, you don't need to be involved in that because you can you could very quickly lose a sense of yourself and your purpose in the direction that uh, you want to go in your life. Sometimes you see it in classes like these spin classes and yoga classes. That's why I'm not I'm not big on taking those classes because I get very competitive with the people around me. And uh, instead of listening to my body and my right knee, my torn meniscus, and and knowing, um, and doing the things that um, that I know are good for my body, I try to do what other people are doing in the class. There's no bueno. Um, number two on uh, how to overcome being perfectionistic is uh, make up your own rules. Right. So one of my rules is I avoid social media until like the evening which I don't follow every day but because I know that if I start my day off looking at Instagram Facebook all those types of things that I'll start comparing myself to the the people that and images that I see um and then I'll be like oh I need to do that I should be doing that why did that person get this and then all of a sudden I'm completely off of my plan and track for the day and I'm just derailed and I get upset and then I feel like I'm not doing enough and it creates this immediate downward spiral. Um, so have your own rules of conduct versus always uh, following someone else's rules for how to live your life. Put parameters around your life so that you don't get caught up in a uh, profession. Per- perfectionistic uh, vortex of uh, comparing yourself to other people. Um, number three, do a reality check. You know, like you see this with kids, uh, especially straight A students, where they they think uh, I have to always get straight A's. That is not uh, realistic, and not to say it is not possible. It's just not realistic, and is not fun to um, to to always you know, be working on getting an A because what what you lose in pursuit of perfection is um, you lose innovation and you lose uh, originality and you lose time to to really think outside the box and present something uh, new to it. So do a reality check. Look at the numbers. 
and, and even in relationships where people are like, you know, I want to get married by this time and that time. It's like, how realistic is that? Um, uh, you know, what's the, the completion rate? What what are the numbers? Numbers don't lie. Even when you listen to Elon Musk uh, about being successful, he'll tell you that he felt like he only had like a 5% success rate or uh, a, a chance of being successful uh, with any of his companies because he knew that he was trying to achieve something so incredible that uh, even his ego didn't really believe that uh, with 100% certainty he would be able to pull it off. And he's and he's still, you know, hustling and bustling to get it into a place. So it's like even with the money that he's made and the progress that Elon Musk of Tesla has made in SpaceX, he uh, is still nowhere near where he needs to be. Even you look at Facebook with all the money and, and followers and subscribers, there's still a very flawed and imperfect um so quote unquote so they say social media but it feels like more of an advertising uh app nowadays or uh uh invasion of privacy app but but that's neither here nor there uh number four on overcoming being perfectionistic show your weaknesses flash your imperfections people Show those deleted scenes, those bloopers. That's the stuff that makes us laugh, and that's the stuff that keeps us coming back and, and makes people uh, endearing to you. Uh, even if you have a dating website or uh, uh, if you're in a dating app, yeah, all your photos don't have to be perfect. or None of them have to be perfect. They could be goofy. You could have uh, you know stains on your clothes, uh, f- goofy smiles. Uh, it's, you know, flash your... Show your credit score. If your credit score is 300, flash that. Flash that 300 credit score, um, and you'll you'll be surprised at how many people will, at the very least, respond to your vulnerability and um, your your honesty and just you know putting it out there. So don't be afraid to show your weakness and 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 highlight your mistakes and and put it out there, which. Brings us into number five, which is celebrate your mistakes. Celebrate them. You know, if you if you, if it's a disaster, just say, "Man, what a disaster, man!" Just really revel in that and have fun with that, and and talk about it. Be like, you're not gonna believe what I did today. It's always so much fun when you make a mistake and have a, a huge disaster, whether it's a date or at work, and then you're able to share it with other people who can laugh at it with you don't share it with people who are gonna like uh and i think that's the problem or uh, part of the problem is when we do make mistakes uh we share it with people who um will chastise us and, and make us feel even worse for the mistakes versus being supportive or just laughing at the the situation at hand so um you know just celebrate the fact that you even took the risk as opposed to, oh, it didn't turn out the way I wanted to. Just the fact that you got in the kitchen, that you started the company, that you talked to the girl, that you made the move, that you were proactive, celebrate that because we both know that the other half of you didn't want to even do that. And and, and it's, uh, it's progress for you for even uh, taking that leap and that chance. So celebrate, celebrate your mistakes uh 
And our next one is add some color. Yeah, add, you're like, what? Add color. Yeah, add some color. And what I mean by that is we talked earlier about black and white thinking, right? All or nothing thinking. And what's missing is color, nuance. Are, is is it always horrible? Is it never gonna end? Or does it happen sometimes? Or is it just a is it just a part of you feeling like this versus I feel so blah blah blah? You know, a, a nuanced way of 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 uh, talking about your emotions is is to say a part of me feels like this. Uh, my stomach feels uh, a little anxious. Uh, my head feels um, tight and throbbing. Um, my shoulders uh, feel uncomfortable versus uh, taking a part of you that feels uncomfortable and then generalizing it to the rest of your body and your mind, right? Add color. You This word sometimes is okay. Um, the word typically, um, or I'm noticing feelings of, a, B, and C. Add color, right? There's always going to be some gray area, some subtle nuances, some unresolved conflict, some messy areas. That's just life. Some frayed edges. That's life, man. You have, I don't care what, how much you spend on your pants or your shirt or the quality of it. At some point, it's going to fray a little. It's going to, it's going to, the, the seams are going to loosen up. That's just, that's just what happens when you when you when you go down these trails and uh, up these roads and around these corners and through the jungle, that's what happens when we step into the ring of life, right? Like nobody comes out clean. If somebody does come out clean, they haven't done anything and they have horrible stories and we don't want to talk to that person. So let's get a little messy. Let's get in there. Let's dig our fingers in there. Let's 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 throw some powder up in the air. Let's it's, it's you know. That's all right. We'll just put up a sign. Floor slippery when wet. Watch where you step in because we're making a mess up in here. Let's have some fun, boys and girls. Um, the next one is if you're feeling perfectionistic, uh, break it down. Break, break it. Don't break it. Don't break dance. We're talking about break it down as in break down the steps. Usually we, we get overwhelmed if we're trying to eat everything at the same time. You can't do that. You got to break it down a little bite-sized pieces. I'm in a very like, I don't know what that is. Um, and 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 so like, if there's something you want to get done, what, what time? What time are you going to start? You don't have to do it today. You could just, today, I just want you to write down what time tomorrow or in the next three days you're going to at least sit down and look at it. Also write down, what are your anticipated problems? What what are the obstacles we think that are going to come up, right? Um, like, is it are, is it f- being feeling overwhelmed? Is it uh, trying to get it all done yourself? Is it the voices in your head that, that tell you you're not enough and you're not ready to do this and what the hell are you thinking and this is going to be a disaster and blah, blah, blah. Like, what are, what are going to be the obstacles? What are going to be the problems? Write those down. What time are you going to start? 
What, what's the what's the one little thing that you can just get done today? Maybe it's just sending out an email or even just asking someone for help. Maybe that's one of that's maybe that's your first step. It's just like surrendering. Just surrender. Just be like, wow, this is insane. It's overwhelming. And just allow yourself to wallow in that place of surrender. That just be in that and be like, this is so ridiculous ridiculous what I'm trying to undertake you know and then just go okay what's one little thing where I go all right I can I can build on that so write it down break it down bite-sized pieces man quit trying to swallow everything all at once trying to devour it all just just take a little nibble what's a little nibble we can take the next one is uh and we have two left is uh be yourself ain't no room for imitations that imitations are boring right everybody everybody's trying to be my buddy who you know i have to i call the the cops when i, I feel like i feel like such a snitch but it, like i said it's man i just love my buddy so much and i i i was like this is the you know, it, it in my at the moment I was like, this is the best thing that to to do in this situation. Um, but you know, he kept talking about how he wanted to be the cool guy and and be cool, and and it was very clear to me that his idea of what cool was was based off of other people's perceptions of what cool is versus him having his own idea of what's cool. When you meet somebody who has swag, when you meet somebody who has charisma, that, that just has an energy, it's because they've, they've tapped into their own coolness, right? I wear these, I wear these like, like I dress pretty plain, you know, solid colors, nothing crazy, but my socks, but that's where the socks, I let my socks go, man. Like my socks are like brightly colored, uh, you know, like what am I wearing right now? My my, like I got must like my socks are red with black mustaches, and then like uh, and then like some borderline baby blue on there. It is like funky little socks, you know, and that's just for Leo Flowers right there. That just makes me feel real cool. Ain't no room for imitations. Like, you know, it's when you're starting off, if you're creative. Yeah, you definitely you imitate. You have mentors, uh, so you're following guidelines. You're just trying to get a get a feel for it. Even even myself early on, like I would imitate like Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock and and uh, uh, other artists like that. But over time, what happens is you start to find your own voice. You start to shed the the skin of your your predecessors, and then you start to come into your own and develop. And, you know, the, the, the cub then becomes a lion, you know. And then you're out there, you're out there running through the jungle and, and you're forming your own tribe and setting your own rules. So be yourself because that's what's interesting. That's what's fascinating. And and it doesn't mean that you just stay who you are. That's not what be yourself means. It doesn't mean that you don't um, work on yourself and, and you don't uh, work on you don't, you know, you're not trying to build things and grow things and and uh, and be of service to others. It doesn't mean that you you stay stuck. Um, but being yourself is like 
Like, what do you figure out? Like, what do you really value? What do you really love? And they're just doubling down on that and, and not being afraid to share that and express that. Um, so be yourself. And, and a lot of times what you'll find is the things that you think that you love and the things that you think that are you really aren't you. There's someone else's construct there. They're your parents, their societies there. Uh, and I think that's why there's so many relationship problems is that so many people are trying to get their relationship to fit into societal norms versus looking at what is it that they really need from a relationship and, and who, who, who do they want to be and who, who is the kind of person that they want to be with. So, Forget imitations. Quit trying to imitate how the people do their their job, how they do their relationships, how they raise their kids. Figure out what works for you. Be yourself. And the last one, the last one, this is Mui Importante. Mui Importante, I need you to lean in on this one. I need you to turn up the volume just a, just a scotch, just a little bit so you can absorb this. The last one is believe in redemption. And write that down, people. Put put it on a dry erase board. Put it on an index card. Put it in your cell phone. Text it to 10 people. Believe in redemption, meaning that when you do make a mistake, when you do falter, when you do fall off the precipice, when 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 there is a decline, when we tumble down, the side of the hill when we fall off of our our podium when we're when our foundation is rocked that we can redeem ourselves when we make a mistake when when we're publicly laughed at and and people think that's the end of us and we'll never recover and we've been fired and we've been dumped and we've been We've been kicked down and booed off stage. I've been booed off stage so many times. I've had women break up with me in cruel and unusual ways, but I've always believed in redemption. And those are the stories that we want to hear. We don't want to hear about you being on top and staying on top. We want to hear about you getting to the top and then you fall down hard and violently cracking the earth's surface and then you slowly but surely redeem yourself and pick yourself back up and then you get to the top and you fall down again we love the the stories of the peaks and valleys you can redeem yourself you can come back there's another chance as long my my we go you know earlier we talked about rules but there also there's also a mindset my mindset is always as long as I am breathing, I have an I have an opportunity. I have a chance to redeem myself. So there's there's no situation or scenario that's too scary because as long as I can I can breathe and I can and I'm cognizant, I can find a way. And it might take me months, it might take me years, it might take me decades, it might take me the rest of my life to do it. But the, the point is that the opportunity is there. So there's no need for me to be perfect this time because I can redeem myself. There's no need for, for it to get it right. Because there, there's an opportunity for redemption. Bob Marley. Bob Marley has a song called 
the redemption song. I don't know what the rules are. Can I play it? Can I not play it? Let me see if I can pull it up. That Bob Marley redemption song. What? This might be illegal. Um, I'm a huge fan. Redem- oh, here it is. Hold on. I'm going to play it. I need y'all to hear it. I don't have advertisers. That's the beauty of not having advertisers. Leo Flash can do whatever he wants. We we don't have, uh-oh, playing an ad. We don't want that. Boom, let's get into it. And that's how we're going to end the, the podcast with Bob Marley's redemption song. If my internet stops acting up, it's not being, you're not being perfect right now, internet. I need you to be perfect because I'm trying to play this song for my podcast. And now we're just now we're just sitting here in silence. And and what's ha- what's happening? Why? Why are you doing this to me, Internet? This is the moment. This is this is how you know, like, ain't none of this podcast. I'm not editing. I'm not trying to get it perfect. I just I want to share. Here we go. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself. Uh, Make the phone call if you need to, to 1-800-SUICIDE. This week's homework, man, just just make a list of, uh, you know, of first steps. Make a time. Just just set a time. That's all your homework is. Just schedule a time when you're going to sit down and start that thing that you've been procrastinating on. That's it. Just pick a time, whether it's Monday at 2.30 p.m. or 2.30 a.m. Pick a time when you're just going to sit down and then uh, move from there. There's no need for us to be perfect. Be vulnerable. Show up. Celebrate your mistakes, man. If you made a mistake today, call somebody. Call somebody. Be like, yo, you're not going to believe I screwed this up. For fun, man, like for fun, just celebrate. Just celebrate the fact that you showed up. We're still here, man. As long as we're breathing, we have an opportunity for redemption, man. Peace, your boy Leo Flowers, and I'll talk to you guys Thursday.